guys, welcome back to another The Arsenio Buck Show, and today is the Robert Kiyosaki Podcast, man, we are back, and we're going to be talking about it is not gambling. Guys, I got to give you a story, back in 2012, I had met a guy by the name of Kenny, Kenny is still, to this day, the funniest human being I've ever met in my life. Now, I'm not talking about fake comedians out there who create jokes, all that garbage, no, I'm talking about like real human beings who are just genuinely funny as hell. Kenny was one of those individuals. Kenny and I, man, we would go back and forth, and I remember we would start, it's, it's like it's like a play gamble. We weren't trying to make a considerable amount of money, but we were just playing around. You know, because, you know, living in America, our lives, you know, kind of revolve around sports, I guess you could say. If not, man, if you guys do not watch sports in America, big, big ups to you guys, because I think it's pathetic. But anyway, so here we go. So, I remember one time the USA was playing the Honduras, I believe, at San Pedro Sula. Right? And I told Kenny to bet America. And he's like, okay. And and America was like plus 300. So he would win like triple the amount. And I didn't bet. Next thing you know, they fucking won. And (laughs) we would have a lot of fun, right? But this is called gambling. My brother is one of those people who would get so irate. He would get so irate about just, uh, just everything in general. And... When he would lose money, superficial money, like you're the one that bet the $20 on a game, on superficial, five superficial games where they don't give a fuck about you, they don't know who you are, and then a team loses, out of those five teams, a team loses two points, and you slam your hand up against the wall, and you're like, fuck, I can't believe it, I can stupid, stupid, and you're getting angry at people who make a living, and you're not making a living, you're living a superficial lifestyle. To to make extra money. Okay, there were times that yeah, I had a I had a three teamer for three hundred dollars and four hundred and five hundred. Dude, you're never going to be on an ultimate run. And going back to what my father used to do back in the early uh, 90s, uh, 18, 1989, 1991, 92, This is when we moved into our blue house. We call it. We label it the blue house because my father, he had those tickets. And those tickets, it was just like 1,000 here, 2,000 here, 2,000 here, 1,000, 1,500, 2,000. He went on a massive spurt and he put a down payment down for the house. And that's how we ended up moving into a home. We went from a, a studio apartment in downtown Las Vegas, very little of what it was. So, guys, we're talking about the early 90s. I still remember going to a McDonald's at the Main Street Station in about 1990, 1991, before I even started school. And next thing you know, we're living in a house in a neighborhood where there are just predominantly just Caucasians, which is really awesome, Uh, you know, because it just goes to show you that, hey, yeah, you know, black folks, we could also coexist now in that same same neighborhood. I don't know if they're just still predominantly Caucasians now because, of course, times have changed since 1990s to like 2020. You know what I mean? There is more of a Hispanic community. But nonetheless, I mean – My father made a living gambling, and my brother took after my father. Me, I knew that, dude, you know, I'm not going to make much money off this. So that's why I would bet $5, win $6. Bet $10, you know, win $25 or something like that. You know what I mean? But I would never say, yeah, I'm going to do whatever I can to, you you know, I'm going to keep betting because I'm a compulsive gambler. Because guess what? And this is what this small lesson that I'm going to be talking to you guys about today is. Well, It is not gambling 
it is not gambling if you know what you're doing in terms of real estate, in terms of index funds, in terms of, you know, investing into these smaller companies. Guys, the Dow has just suffered one of the most historic downfalls ever. We're talking a complete supplant to the plant. Do you understand what I'm saying? And after that had happened, people are fearing again. Oh my God, this is, you know, this is the worst crash since 2008 because the coronavirus and all this other bullshit. This is a great way. The coronavirus is the scapegoat to completely fuck the entire global economy and it's working, right? We know that there ain't no goddamn coronavirus. It's a flu. And the flu, uh, there are different types of flus. And of course, the common flu takes out probably 1 million people worldwide every year. But they don't give a fuck. They only give a fuck about the coronavirus. They're controlling you guys, like I've already talked about uh, on an Instagram TV, which you guys are going to be hearing Saturday morning. Um, but do you guys, you guys get what I'm saying? You guys, I mean, you guys understand, right? You see, gambling, you're just throwing money into a deal and praying for it. You're throwing money into the fucking, oh my God, I hope the Toronto Raptors, the Los Angeles Lakers, and the New Orleans Pelicans, I got you guys on a three-teamer, please win, because if you win, I swear everything's going to be okay. There was a guy by the name of Mac T. He lived next to us probably, but I remember 2004 very vividly, but before that, 2003, really, really cool guy, right? And he would always sit out on his car and just look around in the community. This is when the community was good before, you know, it just got rampaged by a bunch of just, uh, just, let's just, but I'm just going to put it into perspective. A bunch of niggas. You know what I mean? You know, niggas. Uh, bloods and crips, guys. I, I heard gunshots behind my fucking window one night, okay? This was back in 2006. But that's another day for another topic for another day, all right? Now, Matt T, he would sit there and he'd be always saying, hey, what's going on, man? I'm like, hey, Matt T, how you doing? He's like, you know, I'm just chilling, man. I got this 10-teamer, man. If I can hit this, man, I'll buy my this. I'll buy this. I'll buy this. The motherfucker never hit a motherfucking thing. Guys, just throwing away money and just hoping for a goddamn prayer. This is what a lot of people do. Don't be that person who gambles and you're a compulsive motherfucking gambler, okay? See, the idea in anything is to use your, 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 your technical knowledge, your wisdom. Your love for the game, whatever it is, cut the odds down to lower the risk. Again, guys, there's always going to be risk. See, that's why, but, but, but having that financial intelligence, it improves the odds that you will not lose. So, what is risky for one person is less risky for someone else. What's risky for the person who doesn't have financial intelligence is not so risky for the person who does. This is the primary reason why Robert Kiyosaki constantly encourages people to invest more in their financial education. And he says, than in stocks, real estate, or other markets. See, because the smarter you are, the better chance you have at beating the odds. That's all there is to it. So invest in the financial education in education rather than investing into stocks, real estate, and other markets without having the financial education first. Do you got it? That's the message for today. And with that being said, guys, I hope you enjoyed this nice little uh, short little podcast, man. We're getting back into this Robert Kiyosaki, but we have a lot of things coming up over the next week. So stay tuned for all of it. I'm your host, as always, over and out.